I'm delighted we say we have in studio Louise O'Reilly, who is uh, the Sinn Féin candidate in Dublin Fingal. Uh, good morning, Louise. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Nice uh, to I, be here. Uh, well, I, I have to point out to, to the listeners that um, Minister O'Reilly called to my door the other night and uh, promised me he'd be on the programme today. And I had to speak to his advisors over the last couple of days. And um, I did that and was told I'd find out yesterday at five o'clock whether he could make it or not, uh, or a time and that never came through so I tweeted uh, out that um, I was looking for confirmation need to say nobody got back to me and Louise was back to me within two minutes <laughs> now I have to say you did give out about the minister uh, but at the same time so. oh, well, look that's, that's your point of view I can't get into that but uh, so I said okay well Louise are you around and I'll interview you and she said yes so she's very kindly come in today uh, and I'm delighted you have Okay, Louise, I suppose we have to get down to brass tacks. Sure. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll, 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 we'll go on to a couple of questions, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, well, I'm the Sinn Féin candidate for the constituency of Dublin Fingal. Um, I'm a full-time trade union official. Um, I'm married. I have uh, one daughter, one grandson. And um, I'm standing because I believe that it's time for a proper and fair recovery a recovery that benefits every citizen, a recovery that benefits every person. I don't think there's any sign of the recovery in Fingal. Um, and I believe that if there is going to be any recovery at all, that it should be fair, balanced, and that everybody should benefit, not just a small few elites. OK, that's fair enough. Well, now, obviously, the questions I want to ask you, uh, as I've asked most of the candidates, uh, are and I'll be honest with the around Irish water what's the Sinn Féin view on Irish water what, what are they going to do? We would like to uh, abolish Irish water and abolish water charges and the reason for that is that you know we take the view as do I believe the vast majority of the people in Fingal that we already pay for our water and water is a human right it's not a commodity the biggest fear expressed uh, by people quite apart from the fact that many people don't have the money to pay these bills but some of the so, some people that I'm talking to on the the doorsteps and it's coming up with regularity they're terrified that Irish water is going to be privatised. This is an issue that's been raised with the government. The government's response is, uh, you're all right. we won't privatise it but they won't consent to a referendum to ensure that it can never be privatised and I believe a referendum is the only way that we can make sure our water stays in public ownership because I know talking to elderly people, you know, water is a human right it's an absolute basic need. People are terrified of the bills at the moment but under a privatised regime the bills could spiral out of control. Okay. That's, okay. A, that's a real fear Okay, for okay. I, and I understand that, but can I just ask you, because um, I was at the... Uh the debate out at the TV3 debate with Vincent Brown and you were, you were at that and a gentleman stood up uh, I think he was from anti-austerity and he said that only 48% uh, percent of people have paid it. Now, the question is if, if you guys are going to do away with Irish Water are you going to um, give us all back our money, those people that have paid it, or what? What would you, what, what we're saying is there will be no penalty for people who haven't paid. Right. I believe that an awful lot of people that have paid their water charges are not people who necessarily support water charges. They're people who are afraid of having a bill. Most of them, elderly people, are saying to me, "I don't support the water charges, but I'm worried I can't have a bill in the house, yeah. and so I have paid it." But we're saying to people, the only way, the only effective way to get rid of water charges is to change the government and that's the platform that Sinn Féin are standing on. Okay, and so just to get back to my, my original question, Louise, sorry, uh, like for those people that have paid it, uh, are you going to give them back their money or not? 
what we're trying to do is get rid of Irish water and ensure okay. there's no penalties for people who uh, who haven't paid. And okay. that, that is an, an awful lot of people might have paid just the one bill, but I don't uh, necessarily believe the figures in terms of the, the amount of people that have paid. Okay. I think what they're taking is the, the best case scenario. They're taking people on group water schemes who are paying anyway, and they're also taking in a lot. So I wouldn't necessarily uh, believe the government uh, that the figures are as, are as okay. high as they're claiming. Okay. Now, the other area is, of course, the USC. Mm-hmm. And we're all being promised by everybody that uh, they're going to do away with this or reduce it or whatever. And, um, you know, what what's the Sinn Féin view on that? We believe that the, uh, the USC should be retained um, for certain income groups, but we would like to see low income uh, workers taken out of the USC. But as well as that, and you know, I know specifically the question is about the USC, hmm. but as well as the USC, we want to return money to people's pockets through getting rid of indirect taxation like the property tax and the water tax. We also want to ensure that the health service is available for people when they need it and so that people don't have to pay for their health service. Okay, so the really what we want, we're in the business of doing, is returning uh, money back to people's pockets and ensuring that people on ordinary incomes uh, and on low incomes have more money in their pocket to spend. So it's not simply, we're not we're right, not saying okay. it's simply about the USC, okay, it's about right. a suite of measures that will ensure that, that workers and their families and people who depend on social welfare are better off. Okay, fair enough. And then of course the other big issue we, we, we would obviously have in the area is Beaumont Hospital and Health. How, like, you know, I saw figures bandied about yesterday on Twitter that, you know, 45 million is needed to to renovate the whole place and do it all up. Um, but that's going to take, I mean, God knows how long. Um, what, what, what's, what's your position on that? Well, first and foremost, uh, I would say to you, I was the national nursing official uh, with SIP2 for nearly a decade. So I am very, very familiar with our health service, with our accident and emergency departments and with the people who work in them. What is critical over the, in, in the short to medium term is the recruitment of staff. Now, Sinn Féin has a fully costed plan to put an additional 3.3 billion euro into our health service over five years. But our initial target has to be to recruit nurses and doctors to work in our hospitals, but also to recruit the support services that are needed, such as home helps. Now, I've been in this studio before when we had uh, when we had a crisis in the home help service and the home help hours were, were being were being cut. And I know that the people in, in, in this radio station were very supportive of the, the home help service because it's a community-based service. The home helps are the people... They're, they're a very cost-efficient way to keep people out of accident and emergencies and to keep people in their own homes and to stop people who need a little bit of help at home having to go into expensive residential yeah. care. So we favour putting money where it's going. you're going to get the, the most bang for your buck. And with home helps, you really do. With investing in community services, you really do. Because our hospitals, they're not full to capacity. There are beds in the hospitals. What there aren't are staff to work at those beds. So we need a twofold approach, one to invest in community care and then secondly to invest in our hospitals and secure recruitment. I mean I've talked to nurses, I, I know nurses well because I represented them for, for a good number of years and I've talked to nursing students. They want to work in Ireland. Most of them are emigrating. They're not emigrating because of the money. 
they're emigrating primarily because they have uh, they don't want to work in our health service and that's a shame yeah. because they want to be in Ireland they want to be working in Ireland but they look at our health service I spoke to a nurse and I won't say from what hospital yeah. and she said to me uh, that they were taking it in turns to go into the toilet and cry there God, were three of them shocking. on duty yeah. I spoke to another nurse who said she sits in her car with a knot in her stomach when she's on duty at 8 o'clock in the morning because she doesn't know what she's going to be facing yeah. a woman that used to happily be in work by a quarter past seven she's sitting in her car until you know two minutes before knocking on time because she's absolutely she's a knot in her stomach all okay. she wants to do is get through the day um, you know without uh, doing the best that she can, can but she can't leave in the evening she's a family to go home to and when it comes to knocking off time after a 12 hour shift she can't leave because okay. the staffing levels are so bad we need to change that Now the other thing I, I see t- uh, this morning that Micheál Martin uh, has launched the, the Fianna Fáil uh, manifesto and they're in favour of bringing back the National Treatment Purchase Fund mm-hmm. uh, to clear the backlog uh, of 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 people, that's more privatisation. That, right. The National Treatment Purchase Fund was privatisation. We should be putting our effort, our energy, our money, and our resources into the public health system. I mean, under Mary Harney. Uh, and the and the Fianna Fáil government, we saw a massive increase in the use of privatised services. If you look now, the, the, the biggest bill in some hospitals that they're facing is the bill for agency workers. Those people should be directly employed. You know, we shouldn't be trying to, uh, to, trying to hand money to the private sector to fix problems in the public service. What we need is a proper, decent, well-resourced public health service that's available for people who need it. I wouldn't uh, personally favour any... Uh, any further privatisation okay. within our health service because I don't think it benefits the people who need it the most. Okay, that's fine. Now, with all the, the problems on security uh, we've had on the on the north side, you know, uh, and in fairness, not just the last week or so, no, uh, you know, um, Fien- your, yourselves in Sinn Féin have an issue uh, with the Special Criminal Court. Oh, it's not just us in Sinn Féin. Okay. Be very clear. The Irish Council for Civil Liberties have a problem with the uh, the with with non-jury courts. The um, UN have a problem with non-jury courts. Mary Robinson has a problem with non-jury courts. We are on the side of, uh, of, of people who advocate for civil liberties and human rights when we say we have a, a serious issue with non-jury courts. I believe, and Sinn Féin believes, that every person has a right to a trial by a jury of their peers. Now, what's getting confused very often in this debate is, is an issue of jury protection. Absolutely, jurors need to be protected. 110% they need to be protected. I, I've been on jury service. I've never been yeah, called, but I, I've, I, I've gone I, myself. It, yeah. I think it's very important to go. And in fact, people who know me well will throw their eyes up to heaven when they hear me talking about jury service because I say to people, it is our civic duty, oh, yeah. it is our duty mm. as citizens mm. to uh, to sit on juries because everyone has a right to a trial by a jury of their peers. But can you understand why it was introduced at the time and why it's kind of um, because of unfortunate intimidation of jurors that um, it was implemented in the start and, and you know, that perhaps... Well, it was introduced as yeah. an emergency measure, okay? And it was introduced in the absence of the kind of technology that we have now. But, I mean, if you look at, at countries like Spain, you could be in a different region, in a different town, in a different country, to where, or sorry, a different county, yeah. my apologies, yeah, to no, where the fine. trial yeah. is taking place. Yeah. So, therefore, you know, it is possible 
to protect jurors. What I've seen from, from the government and from Fianna Fáil is an absolute poverty of ambition in terms of their own ability to protect people uh, who serve on juries. I think it's really important that we put the jurors at the forefront of this. But I will say every person has a right to a, a trial by a jury okay. of their peers. And we need to do, as, as, a, as a people, we need to do whatever is necessary to make sure that, uh, that those jurors are protected and to make sure that the right every person has to a trial by a jury of their peers is fully vindicated. Well, Louise, thanks for coming in. Um, you know, uh, as I always say to all the candidates, uh, the very best of luck with your Thank campaign. You. It doesn't mean I favour anybody, but, you know, it's a tough business. And um, the important thing is that everybody gets out and votes, whatever, whatever age oh, you are, get I, out there I and vote. Yeah, absolutely. That. Very, Come very important. Have your uh, so good luck with your campaign. And you. uh, I'm sure we'll be talking to you, if not before, I certainly think we're going out to the different count centres anyway, so we'll be chatting to yourself uh, then uh, at that particular stage. So thanks for coming in. Thank thanks you. very much. Thanks. And that was Louise, and uh, she's the Sinn Féin candidate out in Dublin, Fingal.